Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for choosing to go skidooing with us. We all have learned many of life's little lessons and certainly have found some of them more helpful than others. Daniel has developed a series of skidooing episodes that he thinks represent priority lessons. Those are lessons we should all take to heart. Please listen to this episode and consider whether you agree with Daniel. Hanging tough. Don't let people mess with your monkey. Making nice and being the good Samaritan aren't the only skills you need in your interpersonal repertoire. Sure, those skills are essential for success, but you also have to hang tough at times. For example, is there someone driving you up the wall with their suggestions, advice, and superior attitude? They have solutions to problems you don't have, answers to questions you didn't ask, and suggestions for how to handle things you are handling just fine. Their favorite sport is nosing into your business. Instead of seething inside or giving in to the urge to tell them what they can do with their suggestions and opinions, next time, smile and say, isn't that my monkey? Whatever their response, say, thank you, but my monkey gets upset if anyone but me tries to handle him. Consider the advice before discounting the advisor, read the message before turning away the messenger. The expertise and insight of the know-it-alls of the world are boundless, and the KIAs are ready to provide advice and input anywhere, anytime, for anyone. A KIA was there to point out to Noah there may be a flood, to T. Edison that playing with electricity might be shocking, and to Neil Armstrong that pulling off his helmet and yelling, where's the party could take his breath away. There may have even been a KIA around to tell Moses to be sure to get it in writing. The KIA openings have an annoyingly familiar theme, have you thought about did you notice you may want to, and the old standby, if I were you, well, thank you very much, and while you are getting the inflection on your sarcasm just right, don't forget W. Churchill's admonition even a fool's right sometimes. Whether you have a chance to explain your reasons or can only walk away, don't let arguments get out of hand. Do you sometimes find yourself in the middle of intense arguments quickly getting nowhere? If so, the instant you realize what's happening, stop talking, wait 5 seconds, and then calmly ask, what do you want the outcome of this conversation to be? What is your goal? Ask a few more questions to be sure you understand and to help you determine whether you can support the goal. If so, explain how. If not, say. Your goal isn't one I can support. If you want, I will try to help you understand why I can't. If the person wants to listen, state your reason as clearly and as briefly as you can. If not, let it go. Stand up, speak up, shut up, and sit down. It's important to know how to make your point when that is what you have to do. A good way to see how to say what you have to say is seeing how you shouldn't say it. For example, this isn't the way to go. This may sound stupid, but, what a way to inspire confidence. Nonetheless, if you think it may be stupid, everyone needs to give it the stupid test before giving you and what you say any serious consideration. Starting with, as A. Einstein once said, is probably going too far in the other direction, but at least you and your comments don't have to pass the stupid test. 
Better is to succinctly make your point and then let it stand on its own. Be sure all deals you make are two-way streets. Hanging tough means you deal assertively with people who thoughtlessly make unnecessary work for you, don't do what they agree to do, or repeatedly interfere with your activities. Tell them, I didn't understand our deal. Your behavior tells me our deal is to do whatever we want to do. Now that I understand, I'll quit considering your feelings, your interests, and what you want. If you'd like to renegotiate our deal, I'm open to talking but not optimistic about the outcome. Now, keep the deal you just made. Don't let having followed the book excuse anyone from personal responsibility. An assertive approach is certainly appropriate with people who always play it safe and take no personal responsibility for anything. They don't care whether problems are avoided or projects succeed so long as they can say, it's not my fault. I did it by the book. I did it right, but it just didn't work out. Instead of pulling your hair out, the next time say, my problem is this. We got the wrong outcome. How will you achieve the right outcome? Now, hang tough until things turn out right. Don't buy into or react to other people's bad attitudes. A special approach works best with doom and gloom masters. People whose reaction to winning the lottery would be, now I have all those taxes to pay. DG masters have nothing nice to say about anyone, talk only about why things won't work, and quickly point out whatever they don't like, and they like virtually nothing. If you are fed up with their negativity, smile and say, you probably would describe the tooth fairy as a thief. Now, no matter what the DG master says next, don't respond. The game is over, and you won. Hold yourself and others to at least as high a behavior standard as you hold for children. Attitude pollution often comes up with people who are inflexible, unwilling to compromise, and certainly not team players. Whatever they call it, bullheaded is bullheaded, but it gets worse. At least people who clearly say, no and hang tough are being upfront with you. Much harder to deal with are those wimps who say, yes, and then contaminate everything with their negative attitudes. In a five-year-old, whining and pouting are irritating but understandable. Fortunately, most parents insist on their children's behaving more socially appropriately. The solution to the problem merely changes the problem. An especially annoyingly negative type is into, problems, problems, nothing but problems. It's one damn thing after another. Things aren't ever going to straighten up around here. You can say, maybe you just don't get it. Problems reproduce, and solutions are the aphrodisiac. Solving a problem merely creates a new problem with its own set of circumstances and unique opportunities. That arouses the solution glands and stimulates the problem-solving urge, and the cycle repeats itself. It's one of those erotic compulsions that has to be satisfied. Don't let other people turn their poor planning into your emergencies. An especially frustrating version of driving you up the wall is played out by types who try to pass off their problems as your emergencies. We have an emergency. You ask, what's the emergency and why do we have it? With heightened urgency you are told, it's a long story. I don't have time to give you all the gory details right now, but you have to. 
with only slight skepticism, you ask, is this the same kind of thing that was the big emergency last week and two weeks before that? Well, sort of like that, but, you then say, your lack of planning doesn't make this my emergency. Your plan, if you had one, was figuring I'd cover your backside. Leave no doubt in anyone's mind fault finding won't cut it. You may have come across a totally exasperating type who delights in pointing out someone else screwed up. They like saying things like, if things were done right the first time, we wouldn't have to waste our time straightening out other people's messes. Their favorite sport is to fault find about something, anything, and then criticize someone, anyone. The next time you have to deal with one of these irritating types, say, whether you are right or wrong. What will you do about it today? Right now, what I need from you is a solution. Simply tell warriors what you think the outcome will be, don't be intimidated, and let the chips fall where they fall. There are inevitably those days when the warriors are doing their share of pushing you to pulling out your hair, if you still have any after the last time they drove you up the wall. They are ready to go to war over anything and would, as grandpa used to say, argue with the good lord himself, or herself, depending on your point of view. Get the picture? Though they would never admit it, the truth is they are afraid, insecure, and driving harder and harder to keep anyone from finding them out. If you can see this fact, wait for an opening and say, my point is, so if you persist, I think the result will be, that's it. Arguing it more gets you nowhere. Simply tell committee types what you expect and then hang tough until you get it. Committee types are afraid and insecure but use an unusual strategy to protect their egos. These charmers bend over backward to avoid offending you. They blow with any breeze coming along and won't actually take a position on anything. Wishy-washy? Well, maybe, you could look at it that way, but then again. Be prepared, though. When you call them on their behavior, and you must call them, a flood of self-righteous indignation and resentment will come pouring out since they take anything negative as an assault on them personally and maybe even on mom, baseball, and apple pie. Don't let people explain away their incompetence as just one of those things. Hanging tough is critically important with people who just dive into things before checking with anyone about what is expected. They figure they can do any job whether they have a clue how to do it or not. They like to refer to their style as winging it. If all goes well, all goes well, but if not, it's other people's mistakes, extenuating circumstances, unavoidable conditions, and maybe even acts of God. I did a great job, but you know how it goes. Sure you know how it goes. It's going down the tube. That is why you leave no doubt in their minds you only accept excuses you can verify factually and their performance must stand up to objective evaluation. You sometimes need to just turn the page and get on with getting on. There are those infuriating types who only have your best interest at heart. They are only trying to help, or so they would have you believe. They say really helpful things like. Don't cry over spilled milk and what's done is done and you have to just suck it up and do what you have to do and don't forget it's too late to shut the barn door. If you find their sensitive advice less than totally supportive and helpful, say, sure, right. Thank you very much. That's just the right advice to soothe the troubled mind.
you have apparently overdosed on the reality therapy you have been getting from that psychiatrist you obviously should keep seeing. Maybe you can reduce your sessions to three times a week. A special six pack. Since hanging tough can get exhausting as you turn the page and get on with getting on, here is another six pack to help smooth out the rough spots along the way. Only pursue your rights and your interests within the context of the rights and interests of others. The first slot in this six pack is reserved for assertiveness. There are those people who try to pawn off their bad attitudes and ugly tempers as assertiveness. They may even use the principle to justify their juvenile efforts to get their own ways, be the center of attention, and to disguise their self-centeredness and insensitivity. I'm just sticking up for myself, for my rights, but their ingenuousness is transparent. Their goal is to get theirs whether you get yours or not. In fact, they will be most satisfied if along with getting theirs, they get yours too. Authentic assertiveness is sticking up for yourself and your rights, sure enough, but it's also being sure you are not hanging tough, no matter what and at someone else's expense. Play fair as you play to win every time. Slot 2 is reserved for fairness. Now, this isn't one of those let's all be nice little ladies and gentlemen and be sure everyone gets a piece of the cake, kind of thing. Not everyone wins, life didn't come with a guarantee, and if you voluntarily climb into the ring with a 600 pound gorilla, don't blame the gorilla for what happens. Nonetheless, even a 600 pound gorilla needs to keep his punches above the belt and be ready to shake your hand when you win by a TKO in the 9th. Be reasonable as you stay open to alternative ideas and points of view. Slot 3 is for reasonableness but definitely isn't a rollover and play dead approach. When people say, please be reasonable, as often as not they want you to accept their ideas, buy into their points of view, give more consideration to what they are saying than to what you think. Reasonableness means no more and no less than being open to reason. It means you listen to other people's ideas. Take time to see things from their points of view, see their needs and interests as important, as valuable. Having done this, you then develop your ideas, form your unique point of view, make well-considered decisions, and come to what you believe are the correct conclusions, all things considered. Keep your sights on your goals but remain flexible. Slot 4 in this six-pack is reserved for flexibility. You already know you don't just blow with the wind, hop on whatever train happens along, and chameleons may have a good thing going for themselves but certainly won't win the day in the great shootout at the OK Corral. You also know you stick to your guns, take a stand, and do not let people push you around. All that is true, and equally true is the fact single-mindedness eventually turns into bullheadedness. An unwillingness to compromise turns into a win-at-any-cost mentality, and sticking to his guns is how the cowboy ended up shooting himself in the foot. It's also how people miss great opportunities, lose friends, and never have any new ideas or interests. Move ahead cautiously and patiently but move ahead. Slot 5 is for patience. This doesn't mean you sit on your thumbs until something or someone better comes along or opportunities are necessarily like good wine needing time to mature, but it does mean most things are easier to screw up than straighten out. Act too quickly, rush in blindly, not give people a chance to work things out, 
push most anything or anyone too hard or too fast and you blow it, you turn a slow in into a quick loss. Reach down deep inside and find the tolerance to hang tough when hanging tough is what you have to do. The last slot in this six pack is reserved for tolerance. Sure, you are tolerant of other people, other ideas, and other points of view. When compared to this brand of tolerance, though, those brands are easy. The tolerance in this slot is very personal and extraordinarily challenging. It's the tolerance to hang tough when every fiber of your being is screaming to you to aggressively lash out or run away and hide, to walk away when the adrenaline rush is urging you to give that deal just one more throw of the dice, to handle life's anxieties and ambiguities, to hang tough with firmness and sensitivity as people press you to your limit. Thanks for the chance to go skidooing with you. Stop back soon.